Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where I get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I'm your host, Connor Duffy. If you need help with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. Something I want to talk to you about today is the secret reason for why you might be using. And the truth of the matter is if we don't have a purpose or any type of fulfillment in life, it's a very empty, empty feeling, you know what I mean? And a lot of times we don't even think about this. We just go through life, um, you know, from station to station. Uh, we go through school and there's a structure to that for 12 years of our lives. And then we're told to go to college or we're told to get a job, um, you know, hopefully after college and getting a degree, we are able to find a job with that degree and so on and so forth, you know? So uh, the problem with this is it does not lead to fulfillment 99% of the time. Um, we look at life as a, um, like a destination to get to instead of a journey to explore and, um, and to stretch ourselves and take necessary risks and explore things that truly interest us. That's how I view life. You know, I, I really do. I think that it's supposed to be a journey. I think that there's supposed to be an element of surprise and um, exploration, you know what I mean? And, you know, listen, if you want to get a job and um, there's nothing wrong with that, right? You want to do a nine to five and, and you're okay going through life like that. But the, what I've found and what I found for myself and what I find for a lot of other people is it does not bring some type of purpose unless we're working for a company that we truly, truly stand behind and, um, and uh, buy into their vision. And that's rare as well. You know what I mean? A lot of companies out here are just out to fill their pockets and um, that that's the end of that. You know what I'm saying? So unless you're working for a company that you truly uh, draw inspiration from and you want to be a part of, it's hard to get sold on, um, you know, loving the idea of sitting in a cubicle and working for um, a company that you are making wealthy. You know what I mean? So I think it's really, really important to think about what it is that we want out of life. And a lot of times we don't, we could just go through life aimlessly. And this leads to wanting to escape. This is what leads me into, uh, how does this, you know, go into addiction? How does it, how are they intertwined? And the truth of the matter is for a lot of people, if we go, um, long periods of time with a void inside, and we spend eight to 10 hours of our day doing something we don't like, we are going to want to escape our reality. Whether that be with food, whether that be with drugs, whether that be with alcohol, whether that be mindlessly scrolling or uh, watching TV shows that um, don't actually give us any value other than entertainment, you know? And listen, there's nothing wrong with that every once in a while, but if you're pursuing something that you enjoy, you look at that more so as a waste of time, you know what I mean? Um, and if we're doing things that we don't like and we don't enjoy our life, we're basically looking for that time, uh, our downtime to escape and to bring a sense of relief. Relief from what? Relief from unfulfillment. Relief from uh, our daily process that we can't stand. I'll never forget how I felt when I was about five years sober and I came to the conclusion that I absolutely hated my life. <laughs> you know, literally, like, the only thing I had right was the fact that I was sober. 
Um, I was not taking care of myself physically, right? I, I was in bad shape physically, uh, mentally. I was all distraught. I was not in a good place. Uh, the relationships in my life were not healthy. I had a gambling problem and I fucking hated my career. I hated it with a passion. Um, I really did. I mean, there were aspects that I did enjoy, don't get me wrong, and there were a lot of guys that I worked with that were great, um, but I just knew it was not what I wanted out of this life. And what did that create? That created an individual in myself, right? That created a person that didn't want to, um, want to feel what I was feeling on a daily basis. And this is when the gambling crept in, you know what I mean, and really excelled uh, drastically. This is when the um, poor eating habits came in and the disregard for, for my physical health. Um, you know, and I constantly was living in this state of discontentment and it was painful. You know, it really reminded me of my addiction. It reminded me of how I lived when I was, when I was using drugs and um, I definitely didn't have a sense of purpose then. And that's exactly how I felt. You know what I mean? I, I really got to the point in my recovery that I knew that there was more to life, but I just did not know how to get there. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what that entailed. Everybody was telling me that I had made it. You know what I mean? I had a good union job that had benefits. And um, it's weird, too, because going through high school, I never thought that I was going to have a quote-unquote like career. I, I've never really been the one to... like follow in the box and in the footsteps of everybody else but it just kind of happened that way you know I got sober I thought that I needed to basically follow what everyone else was doing and, and take advice from people that uh, they only knew which way to live one way to live you know what I mean so I did that and it served me in a lot of ways but it also hurt me in, in that way and um, I just found myself in a place where uh, I was absolutely miserable and I and I really had to get honest with myself and, and say, is this all there is? Is this all there is to life? Um, I'm not living, I'm just surviving. I'm barely getting by. And I don't mean in financial ways, right? I, I mean spiritually, like I was rotting away. And I just knew that there was something more, you know what I mean? And, and it took getting to a really dark place in my personal life, in recovery, mind you, a pretty humbling place to be. Um, that there was something more. And I didn't realize how big my job and my career was impacting me on the day to day until I started to listen to motivational speakers and I started to uh, get into self-development and, and starting to read books and, and just light bulbs started to come on and I was like, fuck man, something's gotta change. You know, cause this is not a sustainable way of living. I didn't get sober to be miserable. You know what I mean? And so um, if I could start over, what would I do, right? What's my purpose? What's something that fulfills me? What's something that I don't have to really think about? I just do. Time stands still when I, when I do this thing. What would that be? And what I came up with was helping people get sober. You know, that really excited me. That was something that I was good at. You know what I mean? That was something that I knew very well, uh, you know, how to do very well. And, and I knew that I could relate to people that were, were struggling. And I'd been doing it for years, you know what I mean? I'd been helping people in my community, um, you know, 
get sober for quite a little little bit. You know, I had five years and, and I was very active in the community as far as getting sober. That was the one thing I did right. So that that really that really spoke to me. You know what I mean? And I got excited and I started to come up with a vision and um you know, literally, I'm not even exaggerating. It was almost like overnight that I started to feel different about my situation. I started to gain hope. Once I had a vision that my reality was very temporary and that it did not need to be a permanent situation for me, I started to gain, like, I don't even want to say confidence, but but it almost was a confidence. It was like a it was like a pep in my step, you know, that, that this was short-lived and, and there was something more out there for me. And it was the first vision I really attached to um, in a long time, maybe ever. You know what I mean? Because even when I first got sober, I didn't really think I'd be able to do it long-term. It was just a very short-term thing and I just kept one foot in front of the other and that's how it worked. So I never had like this long, big picture, this, this long vision of, uh, of staying sober or anything like that. This was really the first thing that I thought about, like down the line that I could achieve. And I didn't even know how I was gonna do it. You know what I mean? I just knew how it made me feel. I just knew that I was buying in. I just knew that there was light at the end of the tunnel um, approaching. And so this was the first glimpse of that. And I'm telling you overnight, I just, I, I grabbed, I grabbed a hold of that vision and I fucking ran with it. I did not want to lose that feeling. I did not want to lose that momentum. I did not want to lose that confidence that I had newly just found, you know what I mean? And, and it, it excited me, it, uh, it really did. It really changed the way that I was looking at my life. And that's the crazy thing, that's the message here, right? Is if you're in a position right now where you might be using and you don't have any sense of fulfillment and you don't like your job or listen, you might not like your wife or your husband or, or the relationship that you're in. And, um, and, and this is what recovery is about, is figuring this type of shit out. You know what I mean? Getting sober is not about being trapped in a place that you don't want to be in. We make a lot of decisions in our using that leads to unfulfillment. It leads to um, misguided um, existence. That's pretty much what it feels like. It feels like misguided existence. We don't like the, the job or the career that we're in. Um, we don't like the relationships that we're in. The friendships that we have are probably not healthy for us. And, and this isn't the circumstance for everybody, right? So I'm not trying to tell you that this is your exact situation, but for a lot of us it is. So these are the things that seem daunting and seem scary, but I'm telling you right now that you are not stuck in any situation. I've seen it all. I've lived through a lot of it, you know what I mean? And, and I've seen every which situation you could possibly think of. So if you don't know where to go from here, the first thing I would tell you is to just put, your, put the next foot forward do the next right thing. You have to focus on your sobriety first, right? The rest isn't gonna just fall into place overnight. It's not gonna fall on your lap. You're not gonna know your purpose uh, by tomorrow night, you know what I'm saying? But it does have to start with getting sober. You know what I mean? And becoming aware that you might be using because of a void, because of something that you are um, 
you're lacking a sense of direction or purpose in life. And, and what I mean by this, let me clarify too. You could have a job where you're making plenty of money. I don't really give a shit if you're making a million dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, if you have a business that's that's thriving and doing well, you might have a big house or, or a couple cars and, and you know the family situation looks good on the outside. None of that means shit to me. You know? That does not mean that does not correlate to purpose or fulfillment. That does not correlate to being um, enjoying the process of what you do on a daily basis. You can make a lot of money and still be suffering. Trust me, I see it all the fucking time with people that um, contact me for coaching, that people that are struggling with addiction, uh, that are in all sorts of situations. So I'm not talking about financial success here. If you're financially successful, it does not mean that you have direction or a sense of purpose. So let's not um, let's not dilute the the message that I'm that I'm getting to here. If you are on fire about the life that you have, <laughs> and you are excited about what you do for work, and you're excited about um, servicing other people in whichever way that you want to, right? And that's usually what fulfillment comes down to: it's servicing people, it's being of service. Uh, serving others in some way. And I'm not saying you need to help people get sober, but it does need to be something that speaks to your soul uh, on some uh, in some way, right? So um, this is something to think about. But what I, what I would say, and, and this is where I was going with this, is we got to focus on the sobriety part first. We can't figure out our purpose while we're trashing our life and self-sabotaging and poisoning ourselves with drugs and alcohol. We have to get sober first. So whether that means you're hiring a coach, whether that means you go to 12-step meetings like AANA, whether that means you have to go to treatment and take a step back and reset and collect yourself and get some momentum in recovery, however that looks, sobriety needs to be the number one thing. Because if we don't get sober, the rest is not gonna get figured out. Now when we get sober, we have to align ourselves with people that have what we want, you know? Um, and you have to start thinking about what really drives you, what really um, excites you. And this, and this is a process to figure out. I mean, fucking A, it took me five years. <laughs> and I'm not saying it needs to take you five years, right? Uh, but a, a lot of it was because I wasn't putting awareness on it. I wasn't putting attention on it, you know what I mean? And once I started to ask the universe and I started to really like, really pray about it more or less about what was going on here what could I do differently because this wasn't working out it started to get revealed to me once I became open and once I became willing to actually seek that out for myself but a lot of times we roam around life aimlessly and if you roam around aimlessly you're aimlessly you're going to end up wherever the wind takes you you know you're going to end up wherever nature takes you and that's pretty much never where we want to be we want to be in control of our life. We want to be self-reliant. You know what I mean? You want to determine where you go. You don't want to just end up wherever. It's almost, you have to look at it like, a, like your intentions and bringing awareness to certain things like your GPS system. When you, when you have like a vision or a goal of where you want to go, that's like your GPS. And when you're sitting in a car and you punch in the GPS, it tells you where to go. You know what I mean? The path is there. The path is there for all of us. But... If you're in Tennessee and you're trying to get to California and you have no idea what direction to go and you don't set a GPS, you're definitely not gonna end up in California. You know what I mean? You're gonna end up wherever 
your mind wanders to, and that's not how we uh, create a life that we love to live. That's what recovery is about. It's creating a life that you love to live. So we don't have to escape. So we don't have to use vices. So we don't have to take a break from our life that we're suffering in. So if this speaks to you, I'd appreciate it if you could share this podcast with someone who can relate and who might be struggling. Or if you could rate this podcast, I'd greatly appreciate that too. We're almost at 100 ratings. And, um, you know, that's always a nice little milestone to get to. So I'd greatly appreciate it if you could um, rate the podcast because I don't do any ads or run any bullshit like that on here. So um, listen, if you're struggling with addiction, you can reach out to my direct line. That is 203-917-8862. Again, 203-917-8862. And uh, much love. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day. I hope that this gives you something to think about, and um, I will see you on the next one.